0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by my co-host here, Nathan. For those of you who
1: might not be aware, uh, we at DoubleClutch.ca have been running this magazine for the better part of about 10 years now. Normally, we'd be playing with cool cars, but on this week, we have a special episode. We are recording from just outside of Cobble Beach. Uh, we'll be attending the Concourse d'Elegance tomorrow, and we are joined in this makeshift studio by a special guest. Oh, that's me,
0: Jeff Wilson. <laughs> and we're happy to have you here, Jeff. You. And we're also joined by another extra special guest, uh, DoubleClutch.ca founder uh, and editor at large, Addie Desai. Hello, everyone. So, what are we,
1: we were talking some, about, guys? We saw some cool stuff today. We eh? did see some cool stuff today at the little Cars and Coffee thing that they had in No One Sound today.
2: Yeah, so for for those who don't know, the Con- Cobble Beach Concours d'Elegance is. Sort of, it's I guess it's Canada's largest concours d'elegance type show, or the only one, yeah, It's really. the only one, it's it? the yeah. only one, it's, yeah. Pretty much a smaller Canadian version of Pebble Canadian
0: Beach, of yeah, Car exactly. Week in
2: Monterey, where exactly. the entire town of Owen Sound is kind of home and host to a bunch of different car events and seminars throughout a weekend um finished off by um by the big concourse where some of the greatest machinery in canada is put on display on the golf course and it's beautiful picturesque setting some really cool cars from over 100 years mm. old up to present day, and uh, we're we're fortunate to be here and uh, experiencing it live. Yeah, like, um,
1: yeah, Concours d'Elegance, it goes well, like, above and beyond, like, a usual show and shine mm-hmm. sort of thing. This is, like, the absolute cream of the crop stuff with, like, wild historical significance that has been restored or preserved to fanatical condition. Mm-hmm. This is, like, something really different and really special, and we're so happy to be here.
3: It's a neat experience too. It's not just like going to a normal car show or it might be in, you know, a mall parking lot or something like that. This is you know, it's on the eighteenth fairway of a really nice, prestigious, you it's know, It's such community. a beautiful scene. It is right yeah, you know, yeah. right on the, the edge of Georgian Bay and everything. So they're they've done a pretty good job of mimicking the feel of Pebble Beach, I think. But also the attendees tend to really get into it too. You'll find you know the ladies wearing fascinators and fancy dresses, and yeah, you know, the like, men yeah like dressed up. And, yeah,
1: there's a dress code for this show, like it's serious <laughs> business. Yeah, yeah, and
3: I think that's kind of cool. And, and I mean, to your earlier point, you end up with cars of there, there's something to appeal to everybody. Every kind of automotive yeah. taste is is represented. Well,
2: there. well, Nathan and I were on the were doing the pre mm-hmm. for the show this afternoon, and we were there. And while we were walking through, we were surrounded by. A Panos
0: AIV Roadster. So let's back this up a little bit. You have a personal interest. I do have a personal interest. <laughs> you got a stake in this. Man. Yeah, we're, we're, let we're, let yeah, me tell you, my kind of... friend, you're going to get your ass kicked tomorrow. But, but, this, this, this but you been, know what? And that's
2: okay. This has been yeah. a
1: great talking point for the whole week. <laughs> this, is, this is okay.
2: So, so um, we actually, we were asked, I was asked to bring my 97 Ferrari 550 Marnello. And in. It's, it's in the concourse. It has been accepted. It has been... It's in the show, um, it's in the pre-2000s supercar category. Um, and
0: what else is, is uh, playing <laughs> in that class?
2: <laughs> you know what, Jeff, who is sitting beside me and is often the king of berating and belittling me throughout <laughs> the last decade or so of friendship, brought up an interesting point today. Um, I had sort of accepted that um, it's a concourse. My car is a driver. It's in great condition for a driver. But I have put 5,000 kilometers on it since I, this season. I've put 5, 5K on it. I got it last October. It's a car I drive. I have tracked it in the rain. I really enjoy putting miles on this car. As such, it is not perfect. But Jeff brought up a valid point that it's still here. It's here mm-hmm. among some real cool machinery, some very, very cool machinery. And it's, you know, even if you come last in segment, which it might... And that'll be okay. Oh, there's no might. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. We don't know, there might be a mite.
1: It's it's one of those things, like for for those who aren't super familiar with how concourses are great, like cars are judged on a scale out of a thousand, as far as I'm aware. Anyone who knows better, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, by people who apparently know a ton of stuff and Mm -hmm. are like fanatical scrutineers for this thing. They're basically looking for these cars to be in like as new condition. And this car being a 20-odd, 25-year-old Ferrari. 26-year-old It flip. just isn't. Like, it just flat isn't. It has been driven. Uh, so while in, like, any normal setting, it would be a stunning, gorgeous car, on a concourse where something is supposed to be perfect, because this is the creamiest cream of the crop, it's kind of a huge piece of shit. <laughs> You're not wrong. something we've been ripping on <laughs> I,
2: for the entire I, week. I really want... I'm really <laughs> resisting the urge to hit you right now, but I'm not making... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look, at the end of the day... Um, <laughs> and, like, you are you're in between
1: a perfect Lamborghini Countach LP4000 and a perfect Jaguar XJ220 across from a Panos AIV with a Porsche 906 from their, well, I think it's from their personal collection, someone's personal heritage collection. Yep. Like, five spots uh, well, over. Wait, like, those
2: aren't even the cars I'm actually concerned about. The Countach I am concerned about. but it, no, no, no. The one I'm actually concerned about, I am in the same category as a stunning silver... 1965 lamborghini oh, 350 gt yeah that we dude. saw at the cars and coffee this afternoon yeah. yeah and it was insanely it pretty. wasn't even yeah. supposed
0: to be in the cars and coffee they just they
2: just showed up, up. Yeah. but but also we were having lunch with one of the judges today and we had an interesting discussion Shadow and, judges. and the point one of the points made was that there is some appreciation given to the fact, and look, I'm not here looking for a win. I'm happy to be just here in the presence of, yeah, of what and we're like your... And
1: for all the shit talking I've been doing, it's cool that that car accepted that you're here at all. Like that's rad.
2: Yeah. Like that, I think it's, but cool it's really that... fun
1: to rip on you for having a car. Like it's, it's like all of a sudden you've turned around and now you are the small fish and a big pond.
2: <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's just fine because the, just being here and being among these cars, um, Sorry, what I was saying is when we were speaking to our, our judge friend, it, like, yeah. there is some significance given to cars that are actually driven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That this car could have driven itself here. It's driving three hours home tomorrow after the concourse. Like I'm literally getting in the driver's seat, put it, topping off the gas
3: tank, and driving home. We'll, I'm we'll, not... we'll see how much lenience it's given. Well, <laughs> to emphasize that point, though, yeah. I mean, first of all, this particular concourse, they do give actual extra points for those that participate in the participants tour that happens on the Friday afternoon. Hmm. So there's a drive that they set up every year before uh, the Cobble the Beach Concours where they, those that wish to participate that are showing their vehicles in the Concours can go for a little drive around the community and they make stops here, or there and whatever. It's a bit of a parade that people mm-hmm. get to enjoy but just yeah. to see their cars out in the wild, so to speak. If in the, the event, as I understand it, in the event of say a tie in terms of the scores, the car that goes on that parade wins exactly yeah Yeah. that's right which is kind of cool so they are kind of saying look it has to be a functional car and further to that point they when they are judging you have to be able to fire the car up and prove that it is a functional automobile it can't just be this Hmm. static shell that doesn't work it has to be a functional So, so i actually have a question about that while we were walking through
2: this show field today we saw a couple of cars straight up getting towed in. Well, well, I how is this going to work for them? I think I can explain that. Like, for when it comes time for
1: judging, I'm sure they can fire the cars up. But for the benefit of the car, especially in part of staging where they move ten feet and park for twenty minutes, then and move ten more yeah. feet, there's no point in firing up a vintage race car and burning out that vintage crazy grabby clutch. Mm hmm yeah right, okay. so like it makes more sense to drag those in for staging and then when it comes time to present them lighten up exactly. and
3: there are there are <laughs> different classes too that aren't necessarily the full-on judge classes they're yeah. just sort of exhibition yeah. classes or, or meant to be cars on display and i think in fact that that porsche 906 that was mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that that's one that i'm really looking forward to seeing but I, i'm pretty sure it's not meant to actually be in a judged class it's just a okay that car was driven be, in though that one yeah, was driven right, in. Yeah, enough, That was enough. not yeah. one
2: of the ones I was right. referring to that was towed in, but right. I did see just a couple of very, very old, very fragile looking pieces being, being towed yeah. in. Well, there were a
1: lot of guys. Like, there were, I think there was a guy in a cord or a doozy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the cord, the
2: 1936 mm-hmm.
1: cord. That's right, yeah. Uh, my pre-war knowledge is a little weak. But either way, there was a bunch of guys who were aping you. Who were like, it was a downhill staging area, so it was just cars off, and we're just rolling down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I did that. I sat there. It's just old cars overheat. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: There was so the guy in front of us at the staging area was in Harley Earl's 1951 Buick Lesabre concept car, like this absolutely unbelievable, stunning prototype vehicle that like Addie so Addie will testify that I was just fawning over for its historical significance. Um, and he was in front of us in the staging line. And he's like, yo, this thing is a concept car, it has no parking brake, it's not supposed to run this long, it's not supposed to idle this long. Then he just
2: got line bypassed, they drove him in, and that's just fine, because everyone kind of gets it, and no one's upset with anyone. Also because
1: that particular car was worth more than everything else in our line combined. Yeah. Like, it's it's such a special piece. I'm so looking forward to seeing that car again.
2: Well, regardless, again, we're, we're not here for to win anything and we won't. Well, you're saying that now. Well, no, I was never here to win anything. I was I was, you know, honored to be uh, accepted and wanted here and I'm here to enjoy the show and I think it's cool to have a car in it. I think we've made a weekend out of it. We've done the mm. other car events, the seminars. It's it's been a very neat weekend to kind of do a Canadian celebration yeah. of every the possible era of, the of best. cars. Yeah. The cream of the crop. And we're around just so much cool machinery. Yeah and um yeah like there's just it's it's something i'm excited about like we went to the cars and coffee this morning um and there was everything from um
0: so 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 let's back let's back let's back up a little bit so cars and coffee was set up a little bit differently this year uh last year it was set up at at the airport up in Mm wires this year um we basically lined the streets in downtown
1: it was really cool, so yeah. Rad. They basically
0: shut down the entire main drag of Owen Sound
1: for this yeah. show. It was yeah. rad. Yep. So, Which is
3: great for the community, too. Because, you know, then you've got all of us that are coming in from out of town that are now checking out the downtown here in Owen Sound. And small businesses.
0: little coffee it, shop yeah. where we
2: got coffees.
3: It was delicious.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And there's lineups of cars. What were your guys' highlights uh, there? So it the was first... a Lamborghini three hundred and fifty GT for me. I lost my mind. Yeah, that thing was stunning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think
0: yeah. we can we all really agree. Like that things out
2: yeah.
1: of this you do not
0: stand You just I didn't realize he was in my, in my category.
2: I'm screwed.
1: I, I wouldn't have thought so either. But
0: yeah, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, weird that. But regardless, uh, the th- the three hundred and fifty GT was definitely one of the highlights for me. Um, I remember uh, that that Jeff and I were walking through the tail end of Cars and Coffee as everyone was sort of leaving. And it just was so hilarious seeing that 350 GT just like parked on the street in front of a storefront that was for rent. And in front of it, you have a million dollar, well, priceless Lamborghini
3: just in front of it. Yeah. And there were more than a few other people there that was. stopped was and were all over that, that were kind of yeah. saying, I can't believe this is here on a street in downtown Owen Sound. Like, it really was a remarkable spectacle. Yeah, the only, it really is. The only bad
0: angle on that car, and I mentioned this to you today, Jeff, uh-huh. was the license plate cutout. Right. It <laughs> looks too sharp for the car. But the rest of it, there is no bad angle on that thing. It's such a magnificent machine. Like, Ooh. I adore those. Well, so, be, Nick,
3: you and I spent, God, it's got to be at least 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. just just standing yeah. there, taking it in, soaking mm-hmm. in its presence yeah. now. And it is such a, an absolute work of art. I mean, Italian cars have a history for, for really putting artfulness in their designs. Anyway. Yeah. And I think this is this is just such an epitome of that.
2: So whenever yeah. I get asked what some of my all-time favorite designs are, I say 63 DB5, the Mercedes Gullwing 300 SL. They're from the same era. I always forget the 350 GT, and it's up there.
1: Yeah, well, because that's the car that's... N- I know, not I mean it's in a bad way, but it's not a Lamborghini. It's not what you think of, right? Like, Correct. The, the yeah. Miura put right. them on the map because it right. was weird yes. and yeah. different. There was nothing else like that. And then, the of, yeah. and then the Countach and the Diablo, That's right? Exact. Like the yeah. outrageous cars. The 350 GT was going straight for Ferrari's throat, just doing their car better. Because Ferruccio was pissed off as Ferrari. Super
0: right. pissed off at him mm-hmm. because Enzo was a dink. <laughs> um, Speaking of Enzo, there was a gorgeous Dino that we saw that was a stunning right car right that is my favorite Ferrari
1: that is such a
2: pr- like a Isn't desperately it, you know, favorite pretty... Ferrari it's the one that's debatably a Ferrari yeah, but it's, yeah. def- it, it's named
1: after his son Alfredo Dino he adored his son I asked of you to show a me tribute. a
3: single Ferrari badge on that car and you couldn't it's better than a Ferrari it's a Dino and I anyway see. just naming your car after your son doesn't guarantee success as the Edsel would certainly uh,
1: I mean test.
3: yeah but we're kind of like <laughs> we're, we're, we're splitting hairs on that one there are actually <laughs> two of those there uh, also the Dino's the...
1: a good car
0: <laughs> that people like <laughs> there were actually two etzels uh, at carson coffee this morning one, one was slammed one so was like a crazy a rat rod, rod. yeah, yeah. One Nick, was, take this away one was absolutely immaculate white on white i believe just that you, you could practically eat off the body panels and the other was a rat rod um with i think nathan you you mentioned you thought it was an f-150 lightning and it something? looked like a Ford 5.8 in there. Yeah. And then, like, it had, it was, like, it was 5x114
1: yeah. hub conversion, like, yeah. like, it, F-150 it, it or Mustang been, hubs. Like, because it, it was unmasked to six wheels. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, just bare aluminum or bare steel body panels.
0: Yeah. The interior was great, great gank for days. So, like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I tell you, uh, gun to my head, if I had to take one of those two two F-Sing swim, I'd fucking take the rat
3: ride. Yeah. Nothing was sick. Yeah, that was a rad car the The diversity of machines on display today was pretty remarkable. Yeah, you got a good mix of like you know
0: obviously the priceless three hundred and fifty GT right. and some some eclectic and and unconventional cars there too like the Edsel and I also saw Fiat eight. Multipla. That was well. That the lemon. Oh, that was, well, it, the, was the lemons. Yeah, That was lemons and a spotless Mariner Blue NA, which was kind of uh, near and dear to my heart. Though. Right. That's neat, and also the most And also, like, your run-of-the-mill crop of 60s and 70s American muscle cars, too. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, and and I don't mean
1: this, like, in a bad way, but because it is rural Ontario, there was a lot of rural Ontario cars there, so a lot of, like, built street rods, you know, the Chevy Nomad wagons, your Corvettes, your Mustangs, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think, like, we we were kind of, uh, should we talk about this? Should we be this derogatory
2: towards this vehicle?
1: Are we doing this on air? Nicholas? What are you guys talking about? This Mustang. So I pointed the, the out. One oh no, you, you should. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. Go ahead. No, yeah. no. I, so I, I support yeah. it. Yeah. It's not.
0: It's not our cup of tea. It's
1: well. It's not bad. It's not bad. It is a '69 Mustang, uh, with I forget what. I think it's it was a
2: Mach One '69 Candy know, Apple I don't, I don't know that it
1: was a Mach One. It was just a '69 Mustang Fastback that had the shaker scoop. I think it was a 351 or something. Whatever, some small block Ford in that thing. Um, but it was like. The most generic, stereotypical (laughs) boomer wagon in the universe. 69 Mustang, Fastback, in candy apple red, which was not a factory color. Um, With the Krager torque thrust, five-spoke chrome wheels that are on every muscle car ever fucking made. Uh, With, like, the Chip Foose three-spoke chrome wheel. Like, just the most generic of everything you could possibly want on a Mustang show car. And, of course, it won People's Choice Award. Actually. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I
2: mean it makes sense you're in it's the environment a, yeah it's,
1: it's a nice it's car just... a nice car done well it's just like it's like someone's like going through like a li- a checklist of like all the things you would expect to see on a boomer show car and just yes 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 everything yeah was actually kind of spectacular it's
0: like a 911 technically good but just like lacks a bit of originality in this originality end. Yeah. yeah
2: so nathan and i had an interesting talk about this um one of the other cars that we've brought up is uh, my 91 964 Carrera and Jeff brought it up uh, and to display it at the Cars and Coffee and it's basically his press vehicle for the weekend <laughs> and um, we, 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 the four of us have been booting around town, running around to various events and things and Nathan and I used that car to load in the Ferrari initially at the show and we were booting around the Cobble Beach golf course with that thing yeah. and like it was a perfect day, great breeze, like mm-hmm. cool air coming in, and we're driving this this thing. We're just hearing this air cooled motor behind us, and we're like, "God damn it, this car is, good. This is sick!" Yeah, it was also car. funny because Porsche had one there because
1: Porsche has been sponsoring this as part of the 60th anniversary of the 911 this year. So they had a bunch of their own press vehicles there, among them being a,
2: a... forest green
1: 964.
2: Yeah, it uh, and we looked car. and we're like, "Oh wait a minute!" And we're like, "Oh, our support car is one of these too." <laughs> it was that it was cool but it was just the 911 i would still say is the the modern one is too good Uh and kind of lack soul in being that good but the way that the 964 drives and the way that it sounds and that visceral feel that you get is still very special. To
1: I, me. I I take every opportunity I can to not blow smoke up your ass. That car is delicious. <laughs> it's so good. It's so what good. did you do to the
2: exhaust? It's a G pipe. It's basically a muffler bypass, okay. and it's it's the perfect amount of sound augmentation mm. without it sounding too loud. Or I there's no exhaust setup that sounds good on that car. It's definitely a except lo- that.
0: It was definitely louder than. The last time I, I remember it's been like this for about a year and a half it's really good
2: yeah. of, it's
3: like first of perfect the, of the 10 or so Porsches that were all in a row there most of which were leaving around the same time that you guys did in the 964 from the cars and coffee this morning. And it was notably louder leaving than everything else that was there. Yeah. And it's funny, because driving it, I thought, yeah, this is Mm -hmm. it's a loud car, but I was kinda chalking it up to well, they just didn't have as much sound deadening insulation in it back then. But no,
2: no.
1: No, it's loud. You
3: roll down the windows and go, no, this is a loud loud. car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like it's 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 a husky, nice loud. It's not like boomy or Yeah, and that's the
2: thing. Like a lot of four cylinders and six cylinders with exhausts to me just don't sound good. Yeah. Like all there there's no way to make like the best sounding Honda S2000 is stock S2000. There's no good mm-hmm. exhaust in my eyes for, yeah. for an S2000. A six like, cylinder car
1: is especially difficult to kind of harmonize yep. acoustically. Yeah. Yep. And just open it. it like BMW well. and Jaguar
2: <laughs> does it with just pops, crackles, and bangs. And, the, and apparently that's what people want. Hmm. Um, but I, I think that this throaty tone to this it actually sounds pretty good. And and it sounds and, at the throaty and like
1: burbly. Like it's got a nice thrum to it. it and it's
2: not really an electronic right? burble, which is yeah. nice for, for people like us. Um, but then we moved on to the Concours de Lemons. Yes, <laughs> promptly after, which is a bunch of um, undesirable stuff.
0: supposedly. I wouldn't say undesirable;
2: it's more like Oblivion era
1: stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: it's basically Oblivion if you could cram it into like one yeah, street. One I mean, street. Like, like outside of the no, Aerostar, with
1: st- outside of the Aerostar, whose door was literally being kicked in. <laughs> I wouldn't call same. anything there undesirable.
0: So, <laughs> so picture this: this is a, this is an extremely ratty, almost rotten-out Aerostar. Long wheelbase uh, Aerostar long wheelbase. with, like, with, with like body filler yeah. everywhere. like And, uh, and like, dude.
2: a weird amount of antennas. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and uh, it had, like, a cage-type bar yeah, set up yeah. inside it like It was some sort bar of across a dashboard. Stunt like vehicle or something? Mad Max-ish. And the yeah.
2: door wasn't closing. He was trying to slam it. You the door it wasn't like closing. So you just started buttons. just kicking it. Yeah, you just yeah. started, like, just going right at it. Yeah, like, I just kicking the shit out of this door to get it to shut. And, like, looking at the rest of the car, it's not the first time it's been kicked.
3: <laughs> uh, I think
2: I also overheard him say that the
0: sliding doors don't work
2: there's only one door, it's an Aerostar there's no fucking left side door on this it, thing
0: I think I overheard him say that the sliding the, door, the sliding door. Yeah. doesn't work Yeah. Ah. so that's a little awkward I mm. see but yeah, it, so it's the,
2: the Conqueror's Dilemma is kind of the normie stuff which was super appreciated mm. it's like Oblivion it's like the 80s and 90s era of, of things and uh it's a
3: lot more tongue-in-cheek though too isn't it like i mean even the categories that they're voting on are all really humorous and i i know in speaking with the registrar for for cobble he's encountered a number of times vehicles that quite frankly the rest of us would look at and go oh that's perfect for lemons because you know it's a silly ridiculous thing from a time yeah but it's hard not to offend some of these owners it's like what how dare you say that my car is a lemon? It's like, look, just don't take yourself so yeah. seriously. And it's going to be and have fun. a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know it was a lot of fun.
2: Um, and I think, what were your guys' highlights from Lemons? I really liked
0: that at Rose Star because it was the just so was funny. It was pretty hilarious. Um...
3: I like the Bricklin. Why? Well, because. Why it's not? A ridiculous... It's got open doors. Doors go up. Come exactly. On. like I well, like that yeah. sort of flexi garbage. And that's, it, it's, <laughs> it's just in the, the epitome of the 70s, right? It was flashy. It was ridiculous. It... Do you like DeLoreans too? No.
0: Okay. No.
2: Because, like, Back to the Future, DeLoreans, like, is there a single DeLorean out there that doesn't have a Back to the Future customized license plate? <laughs> I saw one once.
1: Really? Yes. It had a normal, pl- it
2: was it not was back a to normal the car with no references to Back to the Future. I think <laughs> the guy was
1: actually tired of hearing about it.
2: That's I, oh. I think they all are, but yeah. like that they, they do it to themselves, the owners, by having the personalized plates. They're all like out of, out of time or eighty-eight miles per hour. Like, it, it can't were get, you not we telling me
1: earlier today that you have two different James Bond movie soundtrack cassettes in your Aston CDs? 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 CDs. 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 Yes.
2: Yes, I was telling you that. Yes. but but that being said, I would also think that anything 007 related on an Aston Martin license plate would be very obvious and therefore not good. The only thing mm. acceptable would be an actual bond plate. That if it's, only, it's a very geeky, obscure, mm. if you know, you know. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, you just don't notice. Mm. Uh, I would I'd do an E38 with BMT 2144 on there. Yeah,
2: see, and that's fine yeah. because no one would understand and those Sounds who would, would
0: think it's kind of funny.
2: And yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I,
3: we, I thought I'd like James Bond literally
0: s- be the only two people who enter. Yeah. Right. That's really what I, I thought. So
2: it was like, the year was like 2018 or something or 2017. It was just before I'd bought my Vantage. And Nick and I were going through the literal, we were, we were in LA, we'd had a few drinks and we were going through the literal availability on the MTO of actual Bond plates of what would be available for me to just order. And and have it ready for what I got there. They, none of them were available. We went through every single bond plate because we the knew
1: only... them all by
0: heart. Because we were dumb. I am ashamed to admit that I remember this, but the only plate that was available was seventy three gh three ld. Which one is that? Which was which was what was on the uh, dbs and quantum. Okay, I see. I couldn't have
2: gone there. You you officially win the uh, the Olympics for being stupid today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you must have been so cool in high school.
1: Oh. <laughs> so I'm gonna save Nick. Let's circle back around. My choice of the <laughs> concourse dilemmas was. Uh... There was an, a very vintage Saab there. I can't remember if it was like the nine six. It was a nine six. The nine six. I yeah, it was Saab okay, I was nine, say, I can't remember if it was a nine two or a nine six, but a very vintage Saab with like a very silly like two stroke V four. Were they called? Right? The I love nine those more. cars.
2: Yeah. Were they called the nine six then, or was it the ninety six? So there's no hyphen. There's so, no like. So yeah. Contract. So
1: here's the thing um, regarding that vintage of Saab, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think they. They made it super script or you know hyphenated <laughs> you know what i mean ground. like on yeah, the modern yeah, ones yeah. Yeah. it was it like was the, the nine three
1: with like yeah. nine hyphen so, no, three arrow. Yeah. Like small... it was a nine six <laughs> it was green Combi. it had a cute little engine and i thought it was neat <laughs> and it, it was, was green it really yeah. clean it was yeah.
3: nicely nicely yeah. restored right and really? if
2: it had fired up it would be the loudest car at the show <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't just gonna go ooga dooga choo choo like the little chitty chitty bang bangs we saw driving around. No, because
1: those are four strokes. This was a two stroke. I see. It was a very glorified
2: chainsaw. Yeah. But you really like the Bricklin? I'm like, I'm almost offended. This is the group of Lemons cars, man. Yeah. Also, hi. we're a Canadian outlet. You're yeah. legally obligated to like that vehicle. I yeah. don't know what it is about Bricklands and DeLoreans. I just can't get behind them. You I
3: picked an Aerostar that people were kicking the crap on. <laughs> well, no, <but> one <laughs> guy. Was You're that. chastising machos. I thought it was funny
2: what he was doing, but also I really liked the Fiat Multipla. Yeah, that's... Tom. Tom is yeah. is a um, close friend of ours. He's he's a he's, he's a good guy. He comes to all the old car shit that we go to. Yeah. He's got a couple of Skodas. He's got a Fiat Coupe. He's got a Multipla. He's he's very obscure. Hold on, he himself do, is obscure. How do we pronounce the name of that vehicle? I thought it was Multipla. Multipla.
1: Multipla. Yeah, but you're you're multipla. calling you're you're, 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 you're emphasizing multipla. the plot. So multipla. maybe
3: maybe that's the multiple. Multipla. Yeah, you do it with the, That's right. With your hands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. do it as. Yeah. 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 So. It's Ben and But it's but he fun. has like
2: like he he basically puts his children in this multi m- multiple multiple <laughs> multiple, <laughs> and uh, it's <laughs> a very <laughs> it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he puts his kids in this and they go, it's a family adventure when they go to these shows. And I think there's something really cool about that because yeah. it's a car that everyone berates
0: for just being right. as
2: ugly as it for, is. For
0: simply existing.
1: For
2: simply existing.
1: For those listening who might not be aware, the Fiat Multipla was a small, like, compact, kind of crossover. Multi-people mover. Not, not quite van, MPV as they call in Europe. So, like, so basically a a, basically a small van that is um notoriously ugly it's got very fun. ugly like it's yeah. very sad
0: looking its own mother doesn't love the way it yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's got what a, i it's got what i would probably describe as a double chin's worth of headlights yeah right yeah
2: yeah, yeah. it's very I, I was in italy earlier this summer and i saw quite a few of them toddling around as taxis really? and sound like these are oh, this yeah is incredible. Like, i forgot these you existed.
1: could in retrospect call it charming now yes like like and to be charitable to it, but like uh, it, it, it's just no. It, it's like just I'm, I'm sure Tom damn likes ugly. it
2: because it's neat. <laughs> yeah. But like, also like, like he has one. It, I, I like it's... it
1: because it's neat, but it's also but, damn ugly.
2: But he always he, like he also has it because it's a meme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like it, the, 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 that car is now a meme. It is an internet sensation for for what it is. Yeah. And it's no different than uh, anyone buying a yellow Pontiac Aztec
0: now. You know, so, like it's So so that was gonna be my next question. At what point does does the pontiac aztec evolve to that it
2: doesn't because nobody cared nobody gave a shit about the aztec the Multiply was actually like it's commonly used as a vehicle to do normie things all over europe still that's because they work ca- right oh. but nobody mm. cared about the aztec when it was new everyone's like it fell ugly and then it spawned a generation but, of crossover co- yeah, we're talking about but this the today things, the aztecs
1: sold quite well I know. Don't forget this. The Aztecs sold really well. They were super onto something with that. Well, and it spawned then... a whole generation. Yeah. That's
2: what I'm saying. Like, everyone thought it was ugly then. Yeah. Nobody really gave a shit. But then, all of a sudden, a decade later, BMW comes out with the X6, and all of a sudden... It's... We
0: talked... We literally talked about the yeah. over lunch. Didn't Honda beat them to it? With yeah, the, the, cross with the cross tour, cross But tour? nobody came again. Yeah, shit the about the Yeah, the
1: came first after the Aztec everyone's was like no that looks dumb and then BMW made it fashionable just like Tesla made the model S, like made electric cars fashionable with the Model S BMW made ridiculous stupid coupe crossover things fashionable with the x6
2: and now there's an entire segment Porsche Mercedes Audi um I swear there's something very, like the, the, the Buick every, there's every, a new Buick crossover that what's it called the N-, N Vista that's literally everything they
0: make yeah yeah no, the no but the N, N- Vista is Vista. literally
2: that they have turned like an enclave or an Envision or whatever into a sort of coopy looking thing. And that's the latest. But did you know this thing existed, uh, no, Jeff?
3: No, I'm, I'm really not as up on my Buick. As my <laughs> should be Jeff, one. what have you been up to these days? Just driving a lot of cars, I Cool, guess. cool. I mean, are you uh, looking for answers about the Miata, or the sorry, the MR2 fiasco, or are we going to get into that at another <laughs> point? Maybe <laughs> hey,
1: well, let's save that until it's running. All right. Yes, that's yeah. probably a good I was more idea. just trying to
3: steer away from the Multipla boring crossover discussion. Well, it's sort uh. of a neat bookend to that. So I think we've yeah. agreed then the most spectacularly beautiful and the most hideous vehicle were mm. both Italian. Interesting. Yes. Ah. The 350 GT yep. and the and uh, Multipla.
1: multiple Multiple. like Italian cars have always had like really weird dramatic proportions that Mm. can or can't work Mm -hmm. and can like can always be kind of contentious like something like a lot of 80s Alfa Romeos like the Alfa Milano with its weird like rear end silhouette that's Mm. a funny looking car it took me a long time to come around to that Mm. but when I did oh that looks good that looks really good and all of a sudden I like Alphas now like, that kind of thing. They're a weird, complex shape that doesn't always translate to photos, but you see it, and you take, like, a minute to kind of drink it in, like the 350 GT, which I think has a very awkward rear C-pillar kind of thing going on, um, and it just works. It's it's so much better in person when you, yeah, ta- when you can take a second to absorb it in real space. There's
2: something about a proper big Grand Touring Coupe that just, in any... Like, since the 60s up till now, that, that there's these proportions that just yeah. look so, so good.
0: Yeah. Just to, to Nathan's point, the more you looked at the 350 GT, the more details you noticed. Yeah. Um, I pointed this out to Jeff. What my favorite uh, design... Uh, the, design Q? Design Q. Was it the Super Legera
1: the... script? No.
0: Hmm. Uh, Are you sure? It was the... <laughs> It was the belt line that ran from the door, mm. the uh, through the fender, and kind of flourished and finished off at the bottom of the front fender. Mm. And it looked like it it should continue into the front turn signal and go go along the front end, but it did not.
3: Yeah, just sort of kind of plays it, with you there. It, does. Mm-hmm. it the thing that really struck me, and I mean, I've looked at pictures of this car since I was a kid, and you know, the big book of exotic cars or yeah. whatever else you have. It was like when you actually took in the profile directly yeah. side on, the shape of the windshield on that car is really remarkable. And so if you look at the overall arc from the, the, the base of the windshield at the hood to the back of the what the, the C-pillar, I guess, and where it, it reaches the back of the mm-hmm. car, it's almost a perfect arc. And I'd never noticed yeah, that in any of the photos before. It's such a before. perfect teardrop. That's right, so yeah. so beautiful, yeah. It, again, it just, it goes back to how it, it's so worth some of these cars. And tomorrow we're going to be overwhelmed with these sorts of things just where, with, with, with you the, know, you just yeah. walk around them and, and really, truly digest the details of them. Because there was, again, there was so much yeah. more artistry to car making mm-hmm. in, in you know, the, the, the centuries yeah, gone by, was, the decades It wasn't nearly as much to think about. It was just, well, right. all right, let's do this. It's going to look sick. Right. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, that's the thing. Like, tomorrow, especially for me, I find, because I am I have so little exposure to, you know, like, the pre-war stuff or the, you mm-hmm. know, like kind of the golden era of automobiles. Yeah, like, yeah know, when like, everything was, War like, coach-built. It's, it's right. the stuff that's still around, right? Like,
1: your Duesenbergs and your right. Robert and Auburn right. and stuff, right? Like, these, like, gorgeous, bespoke coach-built vehicles. No two are alike. Everything was right. made to spec. And half of them were, like, subcontracted out to different coach-builders. So, like, this was the case that a lot of... Uh, I'm drawing blanks for now but a lot of like Benzes and Bugattis and stuff but like well this one was built by Gandini and this one was built right. by so and so and da 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 right like on the same mechanicals but coach built by somebody else like a carriage
3: yeah because yeah. that's kind of what they were going for at the time yeah yeah and they have just there's so much presence and so much elegance mm-hmm. and you know it's almost it's I mean it's almost a cliche but it's like it's like Gatsby era yeah sort of grandeur magnificent, magnificence exactly exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah
2: yeah that, that's that's kind of every time I see like a or in Auburn I think yeah. of it I, I, I use the same cliche and say like Gatsby era cars yeah. they look so cool yeah like I know very little about them like my knowledge is I would love but like uh, a Mercedes 540k or like uh, an Auburn speedster I'd, I'd love to just have a go in any of those at some point in my life I think it would be very neat they're they're absolutely unusable for mm. anything mm-hmm. we would do with them but Man, they they look cool, and yeah. it's this is the environment where we are Absolutely. that they, they fit in so so yeah. well. They're Isn't
3: old. it cool though that on the same the same plane tomorrow, basically on the same fairway, mm-hmm. there'll be these you know million dollar priceless sometimes automotive artifacts, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on the same field. There's going to be a Dodge Omni GLA and, yes. yes. and a Buick Riata. Yes, a Buick Reatta. Yeah, because yeah, the like yeah because like the the concourse has expanded into
1: more categories, and they include like significant parts of history that we would not normally have thought of significant until like no wait a minute these cars are actually getting old now they kind of have some relevance. Mm-hmm. So things like this guy's Ferrari that's going to get cleaned out. Or, <laughs> or the Buick Riata or this Dodge Omni GLH. Like, just... Are we like, really putting... Okay, like, like as much as we shit on
2: my Ferrari today, like, I will say that I do... Th- to to me and you, and we're basically the same age. Me, you, and Nick are basically the same age. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. Didn't mean to singly out there. <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> saying that those of us who grew up playing Need for Speed High Stakes and there that fi- the 550 Marinello was absolutely a poster car that brings significant significance to my childhood, our youth. Oh, that car's rad as hell. That's why it's got accepted.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. I'm ripping on you because game. you drive your car, and everything next to you was perfect That's visually fine. perfect and your car is like nine out of ten so and quick, you're gonna get shredded for that one out of 10. i will happily accept defeat <laughs> yeah.
0: there so quick sidebar here kind of the kind of tying back into the video games um with the Panamas AIB roaster competing in the same class, Nathan, I'm genuinely surprised you haven't played Midtown Madness 2.
2: Yeah, that that's the only reason I know that yeah. card okay, exists. Okay, so I'm actually I'm very glad-
0: surprised. I'm actually kind of glad you guys brought that up. Are you? Are you really?
2: Uh, a
1: little bit, yeah, because <laughs> I wanted to kind of like segue back into... I, don't, I have no idea that the panels, I, AIV, was featured in Midtown Madness. or what. I, I actually haven't even seen screenshots of that game. I have no idea what you guys are talking about beyond the name of that game. Because oh. when I was a kid, I was playing the ever-loving shit out of Gran Turismo. <laughs> and there was a question that came up earlier today. Oh, your parents
2: bought you a PlayStation. Must be nice. Mm.
1: They did. <laughs> they did. And I'm very appreciative of them putting me in this position where I'm just pissing money away on stupid cars over that decision many years ago. Um, but like we were talking about what car we want to take home from the cars and coffee or lemons that we were at earlier today and outside of the 350 GT, which I think we all agree is Mm -hmm. just like drop dead, stunning, ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Give me that one, please. If we were to take a car home and say like reasonably expect to have to kind of keep it on the road for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, for me, that car was a, I didn't actually catch the year early mid nineties. It was a TVR Griffith 340 Blackpool. And, like, I, for me, growing up playing Gran Turismo with, with those early TVRs or, like, 90s era TVRs, ah, I, I I melted. I, that car was so gorgeous, so stunning. I've always you wanted did,
2: one. You did lose your mind over it. Yeah. I yeah. was,
1: like, I was just fawning over it for a solid 10 minutes drinking and it's ridiculous details. I love that thing. And did you I, chat with the owners I, it, at it, all? No, actually, they, I didn't. Jeff so, and
0: I chatted with them. Yeah? Um, Were they British? No, but, but here's a little context. They literally recognized the shirt. Uh, the car on my shirt the Allard
3: yeah apparently so
2: Nick is wearing a shirt that has a blueprint of a gen- to me in my uh, dude when I black. bought this
3: shirt
0: it was on clearance at banana ben- blah, blah, blah. I was like oh cool old yeah, car. that's an Allard J2X Le Mans it, sir, right get so get to culture.
2: me I have very little knowledge of pre-war era cars and it to me is a generic old vintage car yeah. but it's a blueprint it's a cool shirt yeah, yeah. no they
0: promptly identified this as an Allard mm-hmm. wait so what did they have to say about this car so actually what when when jeff and i were kind of drinking its details mm-hmm. um i what i noticed was that like its front end was very striking yeah uh interior lovely interior mm-hmm. the back was like a complete afterthought it works what yeah. is it
3: what is it that appeals to you about that like for, for the yeah. considering how many cars were there today That's your big takeaway. That's the one that you wanted to drive I think for me,
1: there's two things. A, just childhood significance. It's a TVR at all. Right? I was exposed to TVR a lot as a kid and like just through Gran Turismo. Mm. And like that brand always stuck out to me as being like, yo, these cars look sick. Mm -hmm. They are about the same price as a Dodge Viper in Gran Turismo 1. So they're a value proposition and they're lighter and about as powerful. So like, obvious no-brainer. This is rad. The only TBR um, I
2: really loved as a kid was the Tuscan. Tuscans. Tuscan S? Like, me. Yeah,
1: the Tuscan's like, mm. on my top five. like I need, I need swordfish? this, price. yeah Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Prominently featured in Gran Turismo 2, 3, and 4. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, just like, it's a very classic sports car silhouette. It's a very classic sports car formula of being like, lightweight, long pronounced hood, short rear deck, right. not a lot of weight, not a lot of chassis, shitload of power. Uh, just, just magnificent, and like you don't see them here. I'm like I've been to a pile of shows, and and being in this business, you kind of get jaded around cars because you've driven and seen everything. I haven't seen a lot of TVRs, so that was really cool for me to see like a childhood fantasy
3: in the flesh, in the they, life, just sitting there. They are properly rare, that's for sure. Yeah, on our shores too. Yeah, yeah. So what else? What what's your what's yeah. your drive away then, Addy?
2: Uh. I think my I'm going to say, I'm just going to stick to the 350 GT. But we said no, we are no, including that no, no, cuz we all agree that's the one. Other than that? Yeah. Oh,
3: circle back to me. You go ahead, Jeff. Uh Well, it would either be the 1975 Dodge van there with all the shag carpeting inside. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah. that thing was bonkers. Yeah. No, I wouldn't actually have that, but I was, it was still pretty a Scooby Doo convention or something. Yeah, exactly. No, there was a an 80 it was an eighty nine nine eleven, and that series like that's the last of the the G series nine elevens. It was black on black like that was that's the poster car from my youth. Yeah, and it was it was immaculate. It yeah. was so pristine. So you know, I mean, I had to show up in that kind of ratty nine six four. But otherwise, <laughs> did you? Oh, what is you? I know, eh? Kind of ratty. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, at least my car runs. <sighs> but we're not touching. we we'll get that. To that. that. No, we'll <laughs> get to that. No, we're That's saving that. A
1: story. We'll for circle back WG. around to that one. Like you and I both have cars that don't run. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you <laughs> didn't choose the uh,
3: Mr. Two. The Mr. Two that was there. But
0: then That's again, great. you have one at home. It's just well, doesn't I don't work. have one at home. yet. it doesn't right? work. Was, it's I've never
3: actually it. made it home. Saying, I've owned it for almost a month now, but no, I haven't had it home yet. No.
1: <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I actually
2: think my takeaway I'm I'm driving away in my nine sixty four. I, I, I don't know man the no, 993 that was parked next to you car. was really no. nice well, and, and, that, and I'm putting my money where my mouth is that's literally your car. I don't think there's anything there like, there's a lot of cars that I really did appreciate but if I'm taking one home there are very few cars that I'm extremely passionate about mm-hmm. the point where I just want it and if there was a a Countach there or a Diablo or something like uh oh you know what I'll, I've got one the Dino yeah that's an answer. Yeah. Like the Dino. That's what, that's what like. i why. like. I I, think I could do that. Like I'd, I'd love to have something like that. I don't know, fella. Did you see there was a 1969 Mustang <laughs> Fastback in Candy Apple Red? I always wanted a Candy Apple
1: Red Mustang, buddy. I tell you, that thing looked dope. It was
2: made by a man named Bill on a Tuesday and it's one of on one.
3: Car snobs. The lot of them. <laughs> uh, the Dino's an answer. That would be yeah, like really my number yeah, two. Solid answer. And the Dino.
2: Yeah. The Dino I, and I'm also like blanking on a lot of The cars and coffee for some reason. It's so
1: overwhelming. We saw so much cool shit today that it's hard to like circle back around and go, "Oh yeah,
0: that was actually." I I I don't think I can. Okay, I can't decide between my childhood poster card that bright red uh, Viper GTS. Yeah, that was oh yeah, yeah, Uh, that was was, was sweet. Um, Didn't have stripes though. Zero out of ten. Don't want. I wasn't a fan (laughs) of the the lack of stripes. I also wasn't a fan of the black uh, wheels. They're they're more like dark gray gunmetal. Either way, it's like a matte dark gray. wasn't a fan of that, but still, vi- uh, first, first, yeah, first Chevy Chevy GTS. Yes, that's delicious. Those are uh, th- that's straight up my poster car. I story.
1: don't think there's a more scandalous rear three quarter view on
0: any car ever made mm-hmm. than that vehicle. That was a GTS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, delicious. Mm-hmm. Or 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 the Elon S two. Oh yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, that was lovely. That
1: was such a cool color combination too. Yeah, Uh, that car was so good. That be up there. Dark Mm. blue on white. Dark blue on white with red highlights because it was an S two. Yeah. With like the like the subtle on not so subtle like wide body thing going on. I love the way the headlights just pop up. Yeah. And they
0: just look look so happy. Really, (laughs) you like you like
1: pop up headlights on a Lotus
0: Elan? Why is that, (laughs) necklace? That's not important. Not important. As a Miata. not important. <laughs> Does that bring us to the end of our segment, Nick? Uh, for this segment, yes. Um, so, aside from tomorrow after the show, what are we taking home? For like from the show? No. What? Like what? what, what do, we do we drive up here? Taking home.
2: We're driving home in a in a Range Rover. Yes, we are. Right. We we have this uh, this three hundred thousand dollar long wheelbase. Range Rover autobiography SV. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I think it was like a an executive seating
1: package ball. and yeah. this, that, and absolutely everything else under the sun. Jeff, you
0: were napping in the back of that while while Addie, Nathan, and I were at a tire today.
3: Yeah, it was. It, it's sort of the polar opposite of the cars that we all tend to really covet and yeah. have enjoyed this weekend so far, too. Like, and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> as much as I absolutely adore that 964. I was somewhat fatigued after the oh, two yeah. and a half hour yeah. drive to get up here. And I mean this isn't like it's Oh that car beats
2: the, the shit out of you. Yeah. Does. yeah. The ride is stuff. It's
3: yeah. loud. It it requires leg muscles and yes. arm muscles. It makes you work. You weakling. Which yeah. is, and yeah. it's it's sensational for it. Yeah. The polar opposite is climbing into the back of this three hundred thousand dollar Range Rover with the fancy pants package there, having the like first class jetliner seat Mm -hmm. reclined with the footrest out and did you get the the hot stone massage i did have a massage yeah but was it a hot stone massage no i didn't have that because it was warm enough today i didn't need that
1: you okay you turn the vented seat on and get the hot stone this is good (laughs) yeah he's right yeah Yeah.
3: i did find though that when the passenger side front seat kind of motors forward and then the little footrest flips down I'm an average sized human. No, you're, human you're below no. average. No, you're not an average size. You're a borrow average sized human. And uh, I am Jeff, struggling Jeff's to reach. Jeff's the same him. height
1: as Tom Cruise. He's like 5'8, 5'9. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Tom
3: Cruise is like
1: 5'6. I'm like 5'9. Okay? I thought Tom
3: Cruise was
1: 5 I no, I'm 5'9. Are you really 5'9, 5'9" Jeffrey? 9. Nick, no. are you 5'9? I'm 5'9, dude. So, 5'9". what? Am I like 7 not. feet tall then? <laughs>
2: Yes. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought I like, was six I,
1: feet tall. I thought I like an inch on you, not five, nine. Get no the,
2: way. I thought Jeff was like five,
3: foot five.
0: Yeah. So we had to, uh, talk to the, the, Jeff is not front five, seat five. Back. So I had to like move the front seat back. So you actually could I, like, the...
3: <laughs> I could just with my toes. It was a toe rest. that's funny
1: at some point we gotta get into like the insecurity of men about their height Really? this has been like a big discussion that could have popped up here (laughs) I'm really happy I'm not gargantuanly proportioned I fit in all cars he does fit in
2: all the cars I don't fit I I tried to get into a Ford GT a few months ago and uh, didn't go very well Almost sliced my head off with yeah. the door, clamshell door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. Um but anyway, so that Range Rover is a cathartic yes. relief mm-hmm. of a support vehicle yeah, that we... when we're you know, when we're getting out of our um our other analog vehicles that yeah. are up here that we're here to appreciate, and we get into that thing, it just treats you very nice. Oh well, we had
0: it's... a yeah, we had what, a two and a half hour drive up to Owen yep. Sound on on Friday, yeah, uh, that it was just wonderful. absolutely ate up those miles. Yeah, Nathan yeah. sat in the back, uh, was put shocking. on a British accent, and was yeah. t- <laughs> was
2: treating us like his servants the entire way up.
1: Yeah. Absolutely,
2: as one does. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun bit. I won't get into the nitty gritty of it. It was bad, <laughs> but yeah, no, that it's 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 it's. I really enjoyed that Range Rover. Um, I have some opinions that the, it this year or last year when the Range Rover got its redesign, it now has the BMW V8. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that engine. Mm-hmm. Um, it is technically and objectively the better engine. However, I miss the theater of the five liter supercharge mm. that it replaces. They've programmed, I shouldn't say programmed, but they've dialed enough
1: like V8 noise into it. Like they could have made it quieter. Yeah. But like it's surprisingly
2: like loud Throat-y. and thrumming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Because like, yeah. like,
1: they know like, no, this is what you bought this for. Like mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll leave some of that on the table for you. Yeah. It fades yeah. into in the background. <clears> when but you power
2: just... delivery is very good. Yeah. Urgent passing power. It yeah. moves like it's nobody's business. And I mean, like, that's the fastest a house should go. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It literally costs them as much as a condo does. Right. Yeah. Wait, where are you finding condos for 300 grand? Owns sound. Owns now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um but yeah,
0: and on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, uh we are going to we are go- we are preparing many tissue boxes uh in 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 anticipation of Addy getting his but hand <laughs> to him tomorrow <laughs> at Hubble <laughs> Beach. Um, <laughs> the cars are going to be pretty tomorrow. But come on, man. <laughs> if you always wanted to be
2: 007. It might happen tomorrow. <laughs> but out of a thousand, it might
1: yeah, get yeah, seven sort of points. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well
0: <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. Um, it's been a slice. Uh, Follow us on socials, at DoubleClutchCA.
3: Jeff, where can we find you? Uh, The best bet is probably to track me through Instagram. So if you go driver underscore Jeff on Instagram, that's where you'll find me. And I tend to link or at least Mm -hmm. post everything that I've been up to because as a freelancer, my stuff's all over the place. Cool. I would say the
0: most... The easiest place where 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 we could find the lovely the lovely yarn that you spin is probably AutoTrader.ca. Most of the stuff is, is yeah. AutoTrader. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Well, thanks for joining us, Jeff. Thanks, thanks Jeff. For having
3: you guys, it's been a slice. Bye, bye. bye. <laughs>